0: Hey, Tracy Brinkman here from YourSuccessorLast.com, a place where I share thoughts, tips, and techniques to help you start thinking successfully and taking action. And I want to let you know, I've put together the three key principles of your success. i put them together into a free audio series to help you make this year your year. And I'll let you know how to get a copy of that in a few minutes. Now, some time back, I'd heard a story, and I really want to share this story with you today. It's a story of finding the gems in your life in the norm before going off and looking at all the hyped up things that were being pitched in emails and and, and phone calls and on TV every day. The story is about a, a farmer in Africa who had heard many accounts of fellow farmers finding their fortunes by discovering diamond mines. These tales of diamond mines got his heart racing his mind reeling of all the dreams that he could fulfill if he could only find his own diamond mine. Now Quickly, he went about selling his farm, and off he went to the prospect of riches that so many others had found in these glittering gems, right? He spent the rest of his life wandering the African continent, searching, well, sadly, unsuccessfully for those precious stones. Finally, broke down, worn out, and fed up, this farmer threw himself off a cliff into the ocean and drowned now let's go back to the farm literally meanwhile back at the farm the gentleman who had purchased this farm from the previous farmer was strolling along his land and he was crossing a stream on his property within the cool waters right he was wiggling his toes, strolling along, splashing and suddenly the flashing glimmer of red and blue caught his eye he stopped reached down into the water and picked up a stone. It was a good-sized stone. He admired how it, he moved it back and forth and was just kind of amazed at how the the light played with the stone. So he took it back home, put it up on his mantelpiece. Kind of a curio. Something to enjoy, a conversation piece. Now, sometime later, a friend of his was visiting and noticed the stone sitting up on the mantel. He investigated it kind of intently. He hefted it in his hand, feeling it. Wow, this is pretty cool. And then after a dramatic pause, and feeling his legs get a little bit wobbly, he nearly fainted. He asked the farmer if he realized what he had in his possession. Now, this guy was a humble man, and the farmer said, no, he merely thought it was an interesting piece of uh, crystal or quartz. His friend told him that he had found what he believed to be the largest diamond ever discovered. Well, taken aback by this news, the farmer quickly caught his wits and told his friends, well, you know, seriously, along the creek, bed, there's a bunch of stones like this. Not quite as large as that one, but certainly there was many to be had just by picking them up off the bottom of the creek. Well, here's the king. Needless to say, the first farmer had sold a farm that he, where he might have found the very thing he spent the rest of his life and eventually ended his life searching the entire continent for the farm he had turned out to be the most productive diamond mine on the entire continent he had owned free and clear acres of diamonds but he sold them cheaply to go off looking for the hype elsewhere the moral of the story is really kinda of clear and I kinda of laid it out earlier if the first farmer had educated himself and prepared himself for a diamond search, for what diamonds look like in the rough, because God knows they don't look like they do today if you're wearing one on your ring, right? And then searched his own property before heading off to look around the entire continent, he would have realized all his dreams. What hits home for me in this story is that, well, I, like you, or many others, was that first farmer. Now, it, was, you know, it wasn't it was too long ago, I saw a number of my associates tapping into lucrative industries and I decided, you know what, I'm going to try that too. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to stake my claim in that money-making venture. So, like the first farmer, I sold my farm, quote unquote, right? Not It's figuratively speaking, and off I went to search for my acres of diamonds elsewhere in the world. Now, I too went searching ill-prepared searching before really studying and but luckily um I, I didn't become so despondent that I would drown myself otherwise obviously I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now I did lose some pride you know skinned my self-esteem and you know bumped my ego and you know dropped a few dollars in the process but I've since learned from, me, from this and right now um, I'm standing in the middle of my own acres of diamonds. And I realized we're all standing in our in our own acres of diamonds. We just need the wisdom and the patience to effectively explore the work or the passion or even the hobby that we're now occupied in. But for me, it kind of started when I was giving a series of training class for my fellow workers. Now I've been in Toastmasters or have been in Toastmasters uh, for God, well over a decade, and I've enjoyed every minute on stage in front of an audience. But I never really entertained the idea of doing it for a living. And then one time, in front of these people, teaching them some techniques and strategies that are going to help benefit them in their jobs, I felt energized. I felt motivated. I got this sparkle inside me, right? And a couple of weeks later, I was giving this little 20-minute presentation on goal setting. That's when the moral of the story really hit me. And I started to begin, well, well, talk about redundancy, right? I started off on my search for my own acres of diamonds in the skills that I already had, in the work that I was already doing, in the hobbies I was already enjoying. I learned that before we go running off to what we believe to be greener pastures, let's be sure our own pasture is not as green or greener than the one that we're headed off towards. Ladies and gentlemen, greener pastures off in the distance are only greener because they're so far away. And let's not forget the fact that we can always make our own pastures far greener by watering them. Huh? How about that? Remember, no matter what your goal is, Perhaps a path to it is available to you in the very thing you're doing today, in the very passion you have today, or in the very hobby you're doing today, or if nothing else, a slight variation of it. You need to only look for it. It wasn't until he was struck down, another farmer story, right, uh, who was struck down with a paralyzing disease, literalizing, paralyzing his body, that he pulled his family together and told them to plant corn on all of their farmland every single acre of it was going to be corn. Then what they were going to do is they were going to feed the corn to the pigs. And then once those young pigs reached a certain age, that perfect time, they are going to turn those pigs into little pig sausages. From that idea came one of the country's most successful meatpacking plants. Now, he could have done this at any time in his career. Any time. All that time, all those years he'd spent being a farmer. But it wasn't until he was in this paralyzing situation that forced him to Dig inside his own self for his acres of diamonds, and then he took the resources and the, the skills he had already at his disposal, and he mined them into a successful life for him and generations of his family. You see, one of the greatest resources you have is your mind. You need to explore all the possibilities in what you're presently doing, in what you presently enjoy, in what you're presently. Do for a passion or a hobby, Alright, Inside there, you're going to find uh, possibilities and the skills that you currently possess. Another quick story, as an example. A beggar once, a beggar, he once, once went. My, I just keep tripping up things, and I'm not going to edit this. I want you to realize I'm real about this, so we're just going to leave these little bumbly mistakes in here. So anyway, this beggar he went to a man, and he was searching for a few dollars for a meal. The man was Napoleon Hill, a motivator and educator par excellence. And many of you probably have heard of this man already. If you're listening to me, you're that kind of person. So Mr. Hill sat with the beggar and made him realize that the world is going to give him what he asked for. Ladies and gentlemen, what you ask for is what you're going to get. If you ask for a mere dollar, that's all you're going to get and not a penny more. Well, after this dissertation, the man now wanted more. So Mr. Hill then took a minute to assess the man's skills. Now, this man had some experience selling products, he'd done it before, and he'd been a cook in the military. So Mr. Hill decided to combine these two quote-unquote meager skills and devise a plan where the man would sell cookware in a unique fashion. He would have little dinner parties for prospective clients. He'd cook them dinner in his wares, the very product he was trying to sell, to impress upon them how well this product works. And then he would just take orders. The once beggar became a successful businessman by mining his acres of diamonds from the very scales he already possessed. Your work, my work, everybody's work in there has such opportunity hiding in it. It could be your work, it could be whatever it is you're passionate about, it could be your hobbies, these little things. They're, They're out there now, just waiting to be found you they're not going to go and shout for your attention you're not going to they're not going to print signs and put them on your desk you're going to have to go rooting around in your mind to find them you're going to have to open your eyes so to speak you have to use what earl nightingale called eyes of creation i'd like to take that one step further and call it eyes of creation without limitation you're going to have to use those Use your eyes of creation without limitation to look at your work, your hobbies, your passions, anything that makes that, brings out that sparkle in you. But, you know, hey, if you're happy with the way things are, and if you're listening to this, I'm guessing you're not quite as happy as you'd like to be. You might be happy, but maybe not as happy as you'd like to be. But if you're happy with the way things are, by all means, stay that way. I'm not judging, right? I'm not going to question your life. It's your life. But be, let it be known that there's great pleasure to be had in finding your, the acres of diamonds that are within yourself. For While digging in those acres of diamonds, you're never going to be bored and you're never going to find yourself in a rut. And ladies and gentlemen, remember a rut is merely a grave with the ends kicked out. So ask yourself, how good are you at what you're presently doing? Do you have a skill that you can use to make what you're doing Easier or more profitable? Or do you know someone that has a skill that would make what you do easier and more profitable? How can you join forces with that person? You got to think outside the box. You got to grow to where you want to be. I want you to wake up each morning with one question on your mind, right? How can you be of service today? See, if you give more, then you're gonna receive more. That's the law of reciprocation and its basic form. Remind yourself that you're that there are valuable and marketable diamonds hiding within you, that you just need to go looking for them. Know every facet of your work. I don't want you to know just your job. I want you to know every facet of your work in your business. See that that could be the the thing that helps you uncover your first diamond. Because you may be thinking, "Oh, I just do this. I'm just a maintenance man, or I'm just this, or just that." But once you know a little bit more about your work, then your mind starts sparkling with ideas, and your momentum will pick up, and you'll uncover the next and the next and so on and so forth. So really, take fifteen or forty-five minutes a day with a journal, a pad, a piece of paper, and list opportunities that are around you this very moment list your current skills list the things that are at your work brainstorm or write down whatever comes to mind don't hold back don't limit yourself because the idea is one of today's thoughts combined with one of tomorrow's or next week's thoughts could help you uncover your first diamond or a bigger diamond you gotta take notes on how you can build your base of knowledge around your profession whatever your trade or industry is or maybe you think about your hobbies is there a hobby that you're doing you're just so passionate about start taking notes on that and perhaps the sparkle of an idea of that diamond of how you can turn that into a profitable uh... adventure make a plan and follow through on it right we're going to talk about more on that in another episode make notes on how you can improve your skills and performance basically really explore your work and your skills and your hobbies look at all facets of them there is an opportunity in there and in there you are gonna find your acres of diamonds now one of the things that you can uh, that I can do to help you find your acre diamonds your Acres of Diamonds, um, is inside the audio series I mentioned earlier, the three keys to your success. Keys that will help you make this year your year. And I want to give it to you free. All you got to do is go to yoursuccessatlast.com forward slash Secrets, Secrets with an S on both ends, S-E-C-R-E-T-S, or you can just go to YourSuccessOfLast.com and click on the Three Secrets banner that will be near the top of your screen, and then drop in your email, and I'll send them to you through the wonderful technology of the internet, right? Um, So go ahead, get that audio series, and start mining your acres of diamonds right now. Think successfully and take action.